You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Justified After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Justified After Show. Hey everybody, thank you for joining us. Welcome. Oh, we got the tunes coming in. Thank you very much. Phil's in the booth for us, always providing entertainment for your listening pleasure. As you know, Bing is for doing, and we are doing another AfterBuzz TV podcast of Justified, Season 3, Episode 11, entitled Measures. I'm your host, John Comerford, and I'm joined in the studio by none other than Steve Bottomley. I love doing. <laughs> and as I mentioned, uh, in the booth is Phil Spitek. Phil, don't That's leave him hanging. Me. There you go. Okay. And uh, unfortunately, Tamara. Trying Tam- to do too much, you know. Yeah, I know. I mean? He's in the booth. He's, got, he's like an octopus in there. He's got plenty of arms. Unfortunately, Tamara Berg is not with us. Hopefully, she'll be calling in. But if not, uh, we'll wish her well with whatever she's doing at this moment because I don't know what that is. But regardless, uh, this, uh, this episode, uh, a lot of setup in this episode. We saw uh, Quarrel seeking shelter at Noble's Holler, only to be thwarted well, before, by Boyd. Before you guys start, I know, I know everyone wants to do Justified, and I equally do too. Yeah. Um, I do want to say uh, real quick to the fans listening, uh, you know, these guys obviously have been doing a fantastic job. I've uh, kind of fell off the wagon, so to speak. But uh, nevertheless, rate and comment to these guys on iTunes. You know, it's the least you can do. For us, and if you've rated and commented, then just tell a friend. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it it helps the show. It helps us. The show meaning um, ju- the actual show justified. So you know, just spread the word. Yeah, spread the word. Hey, I'm uh, keeping track of the chat room. So if you're in the chat room and you have any comments or questions, questions. or ideas, Bring them up. or I will keep an eye on it and I will be your voice. All right. Unless you need an accent. <laughs> you can provide that as well. I'll do my best. All right. So, uh, Quarrel seeking shelter at Noble's Holler only to be thwarted by Boyd and a taser gun. Uh, Dickie is continuing a quest for Mags' money. Man, and for man. me, what I want to start with is Art out in the field. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, he gets out of the office because, you know, Art's great in the office. I love him in the office. But, man, first of all, just to get those two guys in scenes together more often because they're, they're banters. Fabulous! I love those two guys together, and, and, and the way <laughs> their father son thing. They they, I mean, they did need to get Art out of the office they because did. we always see him in the office. And yeah. Last time we saw him in the field, he was uh, having to deal with the death of his friend, uh, the marshal. Oh in, right, right, right. Interrogating, yeah, exactly. uh, the suspect. So yeah, it's always a yeah. lot of fun to see him in a different world. And an interesting thing about that, um, he was talking to Raylan about you know fatherhood. Right. Yeah. While I, they're in the car, I have a father. Yeah, we yeah. know. Yeah, I've seen Point him. Point taken. Continue. Yeah, exactly. And they hit that. That's the kind of thing they, I love. Yeah, yeah. They hit that beat a couple of times. They did. We'll, we'll, well, we'll why don't we speak to it? Because you already you you brought it up earlier. Because this you were sensing the theme or a theme in this was the sense of fatherhood. Because here Art is fathering Raylan to some degree, and a lot of times they're mentioning how Raylan's going to become a father. Yeah, he's he brought it up with um, Lindsay, right? And then and the sonogram, right? And, and, and interestingly, right after he says, "You know, I'm going to be a father soon," yeah. in walks Detroit. Yeah. In walks Sarno and, and his flunky. Yeah, so, and that deals with the father son thing as well because Theo and Sammy. So it's just they're all this thing runs right. through it. But when you when you realize you're going to be a dad, you start thinking differently. Yeah, you, you it, know you're not going. Can to Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, really. As soon so, as I found out I was going to be a dad, the first thing I had to sell that I wanted to sell was the motorcycle. Oh, so you got rid of the motorcycle. Yeah. So <laughs> you do, so, you do, you start, you start thinking, thinking differently. differently and stuff. I don't know uh, if if it's going to. Uh, make Raylan think differently. Well, you but, know what Art's hope was, and he said this in the car was, uh, you know, well, first of all, great lines today. I mean, there awesome always lines. is, but you know, we we, were, we we stopped the tape 
to write them down because we <laughs> like them so much. Uh, you know, when you're what do you call? It? You're about to be a first time father. You become unmoored. Yes. I mean, and you know, clearly what what Art is concerned about that, it, and he even says. Please don't be more reckless than usual. Yeah, and 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 also don't and that's become. You think, and but. don't become your dad. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, because he, he kind of references it and starts it off with, uh, you know, you've been out of control a little bit. You know, yeah. you got to get this thing you, under had, control. You've been drinking more than usual and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. So you know, it's a beat that they're kind of hitting. Yeah. Um, I, I think it might go to what you were saying earlier about, um, you know, keeping it alive. Keep, yeah. Keeping the other characters that aren't on the scene alive. Right, and, and reminding us. Where he is emotionally, he's got. There's no way he cannot have that in his brain, because it's obviously affecting him. And just, just to how does that affect you? Do you become less re- reckless? Do you, or, or are you so freaked out by it that you do crazier things? I think if we do see this baby, and again, yeah. that's up to debate. Yeah, um, you know, this is where Tammy needs to call exactly. in and have this debate. Uh, I think if we do, then absolutely he has to start making a change and adjustment. But. Right. If we don't ever see this, it's going to be just kind of an interesting story. Yeah, because you know clearly they could they they could just use it just to you know pump up the idea and then have that taken away from him. Mm -hmm. Because as a character, what would that do to him? That the idea that your child didn't even get to see the light of day, and then what would that do to you as a Mm -hmm. person? Because you know obviously him being the lead, you want to put him in as much conflict and strife as you can. Yep. So, so either way, it's going to be difficult for him because the, obviously the baby comes uh, uh, to uh, well is born, etc., and grows up. Then you've always got to have that. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Thank you. For You're that. wrong, Tammy. We do get to yeah. see that. Well, we get to hear the baby. Yeah, because if if, you, if you're a marshal now, you have a child to protect. I mean, that that you you got to be freaked out that at any moment, all all the people that you put behind bars or are in any way associated with in a negative way are going to try to take advantage of that and put you on the sidelines. Does Art have any kids? I I don't know. I I don't think he's ever discussed that, or at least I don't remember them ever talking about it on the show. My guess is he does. I mean, I think he did talk about being married, but I would assume right. he has kids. But yeah, but, but we, it's never it's never brought up. One of the things I loved about this first uh, one of the first scenes with Art mm-hmm. is trying to figure out how to. Yeah. Write the report. Yeah, that was another thing. They did that more than once. You know, I was like, okay, so here's how you're going to – okay, Raylan. So you you shot that fireman even though it's against <laughs> – clearly against policy. Yeah, so, and they come up with the story, which is kind of true. Yeah. I mean it's in the gray area. Yeah. So, okay, so that's how you write it. So that's how you can get away with it. Yeah. So, and again, you know, kind of mentoring in a way but also just saying please just make my life a little easier because why do I always have to go to bat for you and deal with your nonsense? No, I, so. I need uh, I I need your uh, assist on this. Um, mm-hmm. When uh, Rayland and Art went yeah. into the apartment, did Art take the guy out with the shot? To yes, me? Art did that. Art did that. Oh, okay, that's awesome. why at the end when they, when they're back in the conference room and they're writing up the reports, <laughs> Art's so happy. Yes. He's going, "Wow, so you really have to go through this <laughs> stuff every time." So he's not yeah. used to doing it, you know. And Raylan, Raylan has really to do it every week. To it. So, yeah, like, no, and I like that Raylan says, "Oh, our stories kind of match." They're yeah. <laughs> so lackadaisical about these things. Yeah. Oh, that, and, and I just liked the way they their banter uh, again going just going to the car when they were uh, when Art well before that when Art says, "Okay, well, you know, I'm going to have to go with you," and Raylan's going, "No, no, 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 no," and yeah. he says, "No way." way <laughs> yeah I, I like how they play those two off each other yeah and, and there is a um they're not equal but in in moments they are equal sure you know like when they're both out in the field or whatever it's and sitting and talking stuff. yeah great exactly it's just great you know, like stuff. buddy stuff and exactly you know just you know when in the car you're afraid of me getting shot no, no i'm afraid of me getting shot right i mean just you know and you know the timing and the rhythms and all that and stuff it's really good stuff so it was it was good that they got art out of the office. Yeah, and, and thank God because you know Raylan needed a backup in that in that room. You know, we got the with Theo and now I'm sorry, Theo's henchman or whatever, and they got the, you know they're trying to deal with uh, bathroom boy Donovan at the end. There. Yeah, what? That was an interesting bit where he headbutts. Yeah, uh, Detroit. Yeah, the the flunky. Yeah, I don't exactly. know that guy's name. Yeah, we don't know him. Uh, I'm thinking. I, I didn't. I couldn't follow that beat. I couldn't follow that. Why? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The only thing I thought of is that he was. He's been in there for so long. Yeah. And who knows what's happened to him or what's going to happen to him? He's, he's thinking, well, I'm, here's my chance to get out of here, so I'm going to take it. He didn't know anybody else was out there, mm. so he just, you know, did the headbutt, took off. 
you know, why not? What, what, you know, what's the downside of giving it a shot? Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, and evidently you can really tear a toilet apart pretty easily. Well, <laughs> I guess if you have enough uh, um, energy behind it, why not? I like. I really liked how again they're using Duffy's just sitting on the bed, mm-hmm. watching the whole thing go down. Yeah, he's just an observer. Yeah, the way they were sitting, just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, oh, uh, hands up! Yeah, yeah. It just, exactly. <laughs> yeah just, he's not even sure why he's there. Exactly. Uh, and again, we're talking about the you know how you gauge a scene based on who's in it. And right. anytime Duffy is with Quarles, yeah, his response is so important to seeing how Quarles is spinning. Right. And and he's spinning, but um, because it's, it's sociopathic and, and psychotic or whatever I don't know the whatever psychological term that Duffy fits into, but what however crazy he is. The fact that he thinks Quarles is spinning out of control really freaks you out. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, the fact that he can recognize it means yeah. that's even crazier. Right. Because normally he, that's, he's the kind of guy doing that kind of crap. Yeah. It's like so. when you're flying and everything, you think everything's okay. Yeah, until the, 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 the flight the attendant flight starts atten- freaking yeah. out. And, and then, oh, this must be bad. And they start strapping in <laughs> and praying. Okay, now we're in trouble. So, so uh, what do you think they were trying to do with the whole uh, art being out? Of, I mean, it wasn't just to have those guys having fun and have the banter. I mean, sure that that's part of it, but do you think they were trying to push the father agenda just because uh, the kids coming up they just want to keep it alive, or do you think they're doing it to set up the jeopardy that of what what might happen to uh, uh, Winona and the baby? Yeah, I think they. Well, they. It, it's kind of like okay, we have this storyline. We have to keep it alive. Yeah, we have uh, to keep yeah. it going. Oh, Whether well, or not, and thankfully they do because so many so many shows don't. That pisses me off. Yeah, anything because like, it's like <laughs> you, you you set something up and now you're never going to pay it off. You're never right. going to speak to it. That's crazy. Right. And it, you know, and and this show has always been really smart about you know where are these guys are going to right. be not in just the episode, but you know where are they going to be in episode in season four? What right. you know, and um, so I think they're obviously giving um, Raylan somewhere to go with a character, yeah, and some something to do instead of just being this you know superhero sort of martial right. guy, um, but. He also, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, okay. So well, welcome well, to all right, my but th- world. That's fine. We can move on to something else because I wanted to talk because uh, we really wanted to talk about Detroit coming to town. So finally, yeah. uh, you know, because of all the things that Quarles has done, we've got Theo saying, "All right, that's it. Let's get rid of Quarles and cut our losses and move on." Yeah. So he sends Sarno and the thug. This is this is the thing about that scene when Sarno walks in. Yeah, this is when he walks into the bar. Michael Ironside. Yeah, Michael Ironside. Uh, the problem with that scene is you spend half the time going, "How do I know that guy? <laughs> How do I go? Oh, what? Uh, that guy was okay." And it turns out he's yeah. been in everything. Yeah, he's been in everything. Uh, yeah. Just IMDb Michael Ironside, Ironside. and he, he. The reason you know him is because he's just been in everything, everything, and he's awesome in everything. Yeah. And I, I was also thinking, okay, so you've got Michael Ironside, you've got. Timothy Oliphant, and then you've got this one guy in between. Yeah, and and just being on the set, I'm wondering if this guy's like going, "Ah, oh, crap! I don't know what the hell I'm doing." No, yeah, uh, I'm, uh, I'm probably the one who's going to get off here. Exactly. More is less. less yeah, is if anything's going to happen, what do yeah. I do? What do exactly. I do? I mean, going up between these two guys that don't have to do anything. Yeah, uh, I was just feeling a little sorry for him. Well, yeah, but and also I think it was great that they brought him in uh, because you know they didn't need to because you know uh, Sarno could have done this all on himself, but it allows you to have that that buffer so that when tim tim takes him and bashes his mm-hmm. head on the bar you know th- that sets up a whole nother thing because you wouldn't want to do that right away to sarno no 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 so it allows you that kind of physicality and and making sure that conflict and tension stays alive and then to have that play off later because now sarno's okay i know who i'm dealing with here. exactly exactly so, he, he knows the level of the game yeah and he doesn't have to you know lose his power right uh, in in that moment, uh, and again, right after he says, "I'm going to be a dad soon," they walk in, right? And he's not at all concerned with who they are. No, and no, he, he even goes, heads. even he's not even sure who they are, exactly. right? But he even starts to throw a dig, thinking that they yeah. work for Sammy. <laughs> yeah, so, so he starts the whole thing to about dig. the suits, right? Yeah, where do you get your suits? Which is another thing that we we just talked. You you just mentioned that they they always want you know. I mean, they use what they've already set up. And they continue it because we'd already heard Sammy, you know, he told where we got mm-hmm. his suits at the gallows or whatever the hell it is. Our boss so, doesn't keep, buy his suits. Yeah, and they look like a sharks again, a little boy yep. trying to be a 
a thug or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, trying to get a rise out of it. And I thought it was just interesting that, okay, you just acknowledge this and then you turn around and you do this. Yeah. And so it kind Talk of is showing me a little yeah. inner conflict of, yeah, of really like, like it, well, who do I have to give up to be this dad Yeah, no person? kidding. Yeah. Am I going to be reckless? And boom, how reckless is that? <laughs> Pretty damn reckless. Like, what? <laughs> uh, he's not ready to be the father, the quote, responsible father. But it's sure. always in the back of his head now. No. I mean, they keep hitting that thing. Yeah, because yeah, how can you be the responsible father and be the marshal he's been? Exactly. I, I don't know how that's going to happen. Well, That'll be interesting how he kind of... If Tammy were here, <laughs> she's got the solution. <laughs> she does? Well, she says the baby's not going to make it. Oh, okay, that's true. That's true. So, that's true. you know... But it'll be interesting to see how he, uh, you know, assimilates the, those two things. But uh, the other thing, just before that... Um, because we have to talk the Lindsay thing, just because the whole her and him and the awkwardness uh, of that, the awkward that morning. morning. After. Yeah, and he's, no, I'm just gonna get some coffee. No, no, I'm making some eggs, all that kind of stuff. And I loved it again. They they played it really nicely with her because she goes, oh, "You don't have to say it. sorry." The whole thing and, and just her lines. What was it that uh, she's heartless? How <laughs> he heartlessly accepted the gift of her feminine wild, <laughs> her feminine virtue. <laughs> <laughs> they had a lot of fun on this one. The, you know, the writers what? had a lot of fun writing these. Uh, lines. There were a few ones where I, I heartlessly just, my note, accepted the gift of her yeah, virtue. I've got a few like Elmore with a question mark. Yeah, is that, like, are they man, from did him he or? take a pass on this? Because there's there's quite yeah. a few that uh, of, of those sort of things. Also, um, quarrels just his. Up with people attitude oh at times. Oh, God, that was amazing. All right. <laughs> it's just over the top. Yeah, so Detroit comes to town. I just wanted to finish. Yeah, yeah, so, I'm, I'm bouncing. No, no, that's okay, so am I. But Detroit comes to town, and these two guys. Now, I loved how not only did, uh, you know, Wynn played them. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Wynn played them. Yeah, he, it, well, you know, this was a, there was a lot of, um, uh, partnerships yeah we had a lot of uh, alliances alliances yes that yeah. you were thinking well what the hell because uh, you know just clearly when not sure how to deal with the quarrels thing because it's getting crazier and sp- spinning out of control so he's like okay i you know i got uh, I, I gotta be probably still clear of that guy but i can't piss him off mm-hmm. and now uh, detroit's coming to town i definitely don't want to piss them off and i gotta get in good with them if i need if i want them to help me with the next step right so he's so in a position he, and, you know they are just and, and he's got to figure out how do i cut a deal and exactly. not die right and, and, and not have them pull on me and mm-hmm. yet not be in a place of like weakness because that's not what these guys respect. No, they don't. Res- they don't respond. Um, and and I think what's happening is Sarno and his is his flunky, whatever his name is, Mister Noni Thug. Um, we'll call him Thug, like Doug, but it's Thug. thug. Uh, he's they're kind of discovering what Quarles discovered, which is um, they're not Hicks. No, and and they. <laughs> They kind of know what's going on a little sooner than you do. And, you know, Sarno's been around the block. I loved when he was in the RV and they're having a discussion with Wynn and, and you know, uh, Wynn's got the gun under the table. But before you know it's, he's getting to the table, Sarno goes, hang on, hang on. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't talk this way unless this he's got, got our nuts. Yeah. And then the gun comes out. So he clearly, I mean, the guy's been around. I mean, that, that was nice. It was perfect. Yeah, it was. It was. And it was, a, it was a nothing personal moment. Yeah. It's just like, guys, we're just doing business yeah, here. Exactly. I know. And I saw it as like a thing of respect where this guy, yeah. like, we know who you are. Yeah. This, you know, we're just – is exactly what Wynn was doing. I want to cut a deal. Right. But I don't want to die in the process. Right. So, so, so I sent you there. and Hey, you take him out. He takes you out. You know, hey. You know. and, and then Wynn sees this opportunity. So when he gets on the phone with them um, – Yeah, but before that, the whole ear thing, that was great. <laughs> that was one of my Elmer lines. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, did did he pull that up or or again? I I didn't. Uh, yeah, is it in one of Elmore's books? I don't know, but I love that. Yeah, when he carries around his human ear and whatever he wants to. Just us talking into the ear. Oh, what's he say? That line right that. there. What's he, what's you know? Because you don't know if he's being condescending, yeah. or if he's really interested. What would somebody say to an ear? Yeah, <laughs> it's not important. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. So. Yeah, and the points made. You know, I guess it really doesn't matter if he pulls out a human ear. No, <laughs> but yeah, the, the, an odd little moment that yeah. you, you just kind of think about. Yeah, think about. Um, and but then he gets he gets uh, they get the drop on him. They get the stealth on him. So the Ironsides gets taken out of the picture for the time being because uh, uh, you know Raylan sneaks up on him. So he's, and, they're and, out of the picture, at least for the rest of the episode. Obviously, they'll be back uh, in next week, and probably the, I'm, I'm assuming it'll be in the uh, finale. 
Yeah, because he didn't really do anything wrong. I mean, no. they're, they're just going to drop him That's in what I'm saying. The, the, for me, this was a setup. I mean, yeah. it, it, a really good, I, I, for me, it was a really good setup episode. I mean, a lot of stuff happening, but you can see it all like, oh. All geez, the alliances. People are coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are alliances. Things are changing. And it's like, yeah. whoa, how are they going to re- resolve all this? Right, right. And, so. and, and now you've got, you know, Boyd in three different camps. Yeah. And, you know, Duffy trying to work his deal. Right. And that brings us to well, let's, let's, our favorite, our favorite Bennett. Let's do it. Let's get into Dicky. Dicky. Oh the thing, oh the thing about Dicky is, I always forget how much I enjoy watching him until yeah. he comes back. Yeah, and then you, just and go, then you go, oh, oh where yeah, that guy. Yeah, with his haircut. Oh, his hair is amazing. <laughs> What the? It's like they shaved his head or something, but it was just all matted and. Remember, you know what it, the the moment when I was in, you know, the problem with the earlier scenes is like trying to figure out who Michael Ironside. How come you've seen him so much? Right. You know, who yeah. is that guy? Was, same thing with Dickie's hair. You just spend so much time looking at this thing, going, "How do you? What how was that? A, t- did you do it yourself? Yeah, did so you have a cellmate? Yeah. I mean, did so, nobody think to just keep? So what? It, it takes you a second to pay attention to the scene because you're going, "What the hell happened exactly. to him? What? The, he was in prison. What the hell did they do to him in prison? It's like a exactly. big old cow. And then you actually like, licked his head. Yeah, like it was a salt lick until exactly. And then you're seeing how the, the hair around it's kind of all weird and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just. A little too fascinated with and it. But. Just like the, there was that weirdness, the, the little weird thing with ear. Uh, just his little weirdness when he's leaving prison that you pointed out. That little step. Little back. Ste- <laughs> step, in, step back. That was just as weird as, as you know, uh, Quarles' little bye bye bye. You know, yeah. I mean, that's like these little nuggets. And I would love to know yeah, how like, many yeah. were just like, uh, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Yeah, and and based on, you know, past interviews, yeah, it seems like probably it, yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, Dickie's on the hunt. Yeah, he leaves, and Errol's there, and he's ready to give him his cooler. <laughs> Would there be grand. something in there I have not seen? still no interest. I thought, you know, Errol you know, slaps him. Yeah, because he was disrespecting, disrespecting uh, Limehouse, which is Limehouse. very interesting. And, of course, we got Tim and Rachel watching. So that sets up the whole thing, that Tim and Rachel are there. They've been there because uh, they're obviously going to watch um, Dickie to find out where the money is. So you really, at this point, you kind of need a flow chart because yeah. Rodney comes back Rodney that comes we, haven't exactly. we haven't seen since Mags was alive. No, no, he was here in this season because they were trying to sell Boyd's. Uh, oh, that's right. That's uh, right. Ruined, moldy that's ma- right. marijuana crop. That's right. So wow, that was this season. That was this season. Wow, yeah. seemed like it was a long time. Yeah, ago. I know. Um, so he's back with his boys, right? But I don't know. I don't think. Uh, I, I think that's it. For Rodney, I don't think he's going to come back around. No, he, not for now. He, he I mean, cut his deal. The, yeah, he, first of all, he, the the feds are on to him, so mm-hmm. it's like you know, nah, I don't think I'm going to deal with this. They, the, fed, he, the feds know about the money, the whole right. thing, so yeah. he's probably just saying, you know, I got other things to do. Right. So, but although I thought that the way that the feds got to them was nice because that was good scene for. Uh, Rachel. Uh, that was it. Was great to see Rachel and yeah. Tim, and it was you know Rachel. Always, the, I love Rachel the guy in the nuts. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, you know, you start like the last time we saw her was at Nobles Holler when she was explaining you know where she grew up and right. all that kind of stuff. So you got some nice juicy tidbits of her life. Yeah, but this I just love the way you know she's just so calm, and but the way she plays it is you, you're not exactly sure. It looks like she could at any moment take you out. <laughs> She she hasn't been around lately. No. Uh, her and Tim both have been yeah. not there, and it's kind of like Dicky when they show up and go, "Oh, cool, yeah, they're here. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's so, cool." Nice. So they that were, was that well was a great way to uh, get know, them into the room. It was, and it was also interesting because we we've seen uh, Raylan with Tim and how you know Tim says, "I'm work- it's like working with an eight eight year old or eighth grade, whatever he said." So and there there's this uh, you know Tim kind of. Makes fun of Raylan for good reason, and uh, then but you get to see how Tim works with Rachel. It mm-hmm. looks totally different. I mean, they look like they're much more professional. <laughs> he doesn't have as much uh, disrespect for no. Rachel as he does for Raylan. <laughs> well, we, again, you know, Raylan's the outsider. That's true. No, you know, but he, he's the he outsider came, from the hollers. Yeah, so. but he came up from Miami. That's true, and he, so. made, he made, causes a lot more uh, grief than Rachel does. So Gra- Rachel seems much more professional than Raylan does. So I, but anyway, I enjoyed the fact that they were showing these two, in, 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 in their relationship, these two marshals in, in their relationship, and how it differs from Tim and Raylan's relationship as marshals. I just thought that was nice. Yeah. So you got to see them much more professional. They're, they're a lot more comfortable with each other. Yeah, yeah. Just it it seems like there's more of a team yeah. between those two. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, it's great to see them again, and, and hopefully they're going to be. Yeah, we're going to see you know, some more in, in, instrumental. So uh, of course, Dicky, you know, tries to get Ronnie to help him. Then he has to go to Ellen May to find out where the heck the money is, 
and Alan Bay cuts a deal. Okay, I'll tell. She tells him first. Yeah, and then says, "But you have to promise me something." But that she was an interesting promise. line. What's that? Well, she says, "You got to promise me that yeah. um, you you make me queen." Yeah, and they end on that. Yeah, and I'm like going, "Oh, that's." Really, an interesting drop. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know where they're going with that. I don't know either. So but if they're setting something up, or if that's just because she's just so tired of the life she's been living and she just wants out. I mean, I can't imagine why she it, wouldn't. But the way that they, the way they had it written, the way that yeah. they, they shot it, the way that they let it just hang there, it, it's yeah. like it's a setup for something. And I'm racking my head going. I oh, can't see that I, happening. And nor do I. But then again, but, I didn't see you know the bullet coming back. You know, yeah. at, so. You just uh, in shows like this, you do tend to yeah. like listen closely yeah, and watch like, closely wait a because what does that yeah, well, where, they rarely you, waste a line like that. Where are you going? What are you dropping in here? And you know, then at the end of the uh, the, the show, particularly when the, Tim and Rachel would get the warrant, they take the cooler money away, and they're and Errol and Dicky are left alone. Mm-hmm. And they they make the pact together, right, to go after the money. Yeah, so Errol's that's, going against Limehouse. Which that I was is, like, whoa, I was not expecting that, especially with Dickie. Well, Although that, they made a really great connection, I thought the fact that Errol was talking about how he doesn't Limehouse doesn't want to ta- change with the times, which is exactly what Dickie was pissed off about about Mags. Mm-hmm. So they both had that in common: is mm-hmm. that they're tired of living behind somebody and not being able to, you know, move up and uh, do what they want to do. And all that kind of stuff. So there's the there's their connection. There is. I think we need to. I think we need to. Sharply. We need to, or or I will, uh, at predictions. Okay, we'll talk, talk about, about that, that yeah. because that's like, you know. Yeah, it's like bedfellows, man. Weird. I mean, there okay. was a lot of that tonight, yeah. though. There was yeah. there was that. There well, was. Um, there was wind trying to set something up with Theo. There was. Uh, you know, and Boyd setting something up with Wynn. I mean, there was all this, you know, moving around. Napier was exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sheriff Napier had to, you know, uh, you know, work with Boyd in order not to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, we could see why. They, but there was a lot of alliances being made. So which is great. That, that's what I meant about mm-hmm. everything being a setup because uh, now we get to see how the, they're setting up the for the finale, and uh, we'll see how they resolve all these storylines. Now, when they finally got the. Um uh, search warrant, right? That was it on that storyline. We didn't we didn't well, follow them out to see if the no, money's there. But no, I but Raylan knows the money's not there. Well, at least that's yeah. and based on coming events, right? The money's not no. there. And so, so we'll see. I, I'm but everybody's going next, after. It's always about. It's always been about Mags and money. I mean, yeah. And so, you know, we're going to find. And Limehouse out. knows where it is, and he also sure. knows that what he's giving Dicky is not the full amount, Mm-mm. and Dicky knows. And so does Errol. So is Errol. But we've not heard Errol say. Yeah, there's more money there. Yeah. And here's where it is. We haven't exactly. heard him say that. We but, haven't heard him say that. But, but we do. Errol's obviously saying, look, we're going to need a crew. And uh-huh. you know, his initials are Boyd Crowder. <laughs> so it was like, oh, man. Again, the Alliance. <laughs> exactly. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> Get Boyd with Dickie. Because oh, we, the first time we see the first line in Boyd's, um, in Boyd's character tonight yeah. is, I'm going to kill Dickie. And what I'm doing, I'm going to... Was he saying I'm going to do it slowly? Yeah, I'm going to do it. yeah. yeah. I'm going to uh, do it, so. And that was an interesting thing too. There, there seems to be some agitation in in his crew. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's Johnny being nervous about a conversation he had with um, Ava when you know at the well, bar about yeah. he likes blondes and, and worried that she has that over him. I'm sure that's part of it. But the other part of it is that they've always been like that. I mean, that's they even when uh, they well, she did hit one of well, them no, the devil with this frame. Yeah, and before that though, Boyd, you know, when he went to apologize to Johnny, Johnny, there's no there's not a lot of love lost there. There's family, so they'll mm. probably do what family does in the in the holler, but there's not a lot of love lost between them. It just doesn't seem to be anyway. So yeah. they they've always had that kind of conflict running between them. Yeah, I'm well, sure because Johnny wants to step up as well. It, it was um, it was hit a couple of times in this episode, so um, I I wonder if they're kind of setting up, you know, as the you know fire gets hotter. Yeah, if there's going to be some cracks along right. all this. Man, look, we're coming to the end of the season. Yeah, so people are going to start dying. Yeah, that's right. So whoever got a better gig. <laughs> so speaking of dying, let's go to quarrels because if anybody's killing people, it's quarrels oh, these days. God. So uh, I'm going to yeah. miss him. I'm going to miss him. Yeah. Oh, God. So, and it starts out with him having to go out of town. Basically, he's talking to Wynn and uh, in the RV, and he's going to have to go to Hall, um, Harlan County. That's why he's leaving. Uh, and it just so happens he's leaving just as Detroit's coming to town. So yeah. we have to chase them. But he's going there to get his money back from Napier. 
Because I just think that's hysterical. First of all, I say, what? Well, wait a minute here. You're going to get the money. Do you, do you not know how elections work? <laughs> yeah, I say, it's, what? It's, no, you, you, there's, you know, I love that he goes, you don't have to give me the same bills, just the <laughs> same amount. <laughs> Something equivalent. And, you know, it's funny because I'm looking at the sheriff. I'm going, you're sheriff. Why, why, why don't you just arrest the guy? Mm. You're ready to, I mean, you're planning evidence. You're doing all these things. Why not just take him out? I don't know if it's because he knows so much. I don't know if it's because uh, I don't know if Napier knows how crazy he is. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if he's ever been exposed to that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's a you know because he well, could certainly a, lock him up on any. He was ready he to take out Tanner. Remember, he met he, mm-hmm. he told Tanner meet me here at the secluded right, spot. Yeah. He had the shovels. He had the whole thing in the trunk, and it's right. like. I don't know why he doesn't just take quarrels. This is the one thing I wish they would answer for me because mm. I, I don't I don't get this. Mm. If this sheriff is already that corrupt and he's going to kill Tanner, what, why doesn't he just kill quarrels? Why does he even bother with this nonsense? It, it might be he just kind of thinks he's below him. It might be he's well then. But Tanner's Tanner, below I know, quarrels, I know. so yeah. it's just you know it's like just maybe I'm he's afraid of him. I don't know. I don't off know. this guy. I'm with you. So you know, clean that beat up. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just, just give me a reason because I don't get it now. Because you know, he's, he's a dirty sheriff, and this guy's causing too, way too much grief. And if I don't put an end to this, he's gonna end me. No one's gonna care who he's. Gone. Yeah, exactly. He's not. I mean, he probably knows enough now that Chicago's. I mean, sorry, Detroit has left him alone. So he's he's alone. There's mm-hmm. nobody backing him. Mm-hmm. So what's the downside? Well, so. we the downside is we lose quarrels. <laughs> well, I know, I know, exactly. But that is the only downside. But if they had given it some sort of... Yeah, a, a reason. You know, yeah, exactly. Because that was the thing I, I, I wanted, I think they missed. And I wish they had paid it off somehow, or at least spoke to it. He's so much fun to watch now that you yes. know that he's spinning out of control. Because everything, yeah. every little movement, yeah. it's got... And like, it gets when, worse. When, gets when he worse puts that glass down. Yeah, you can you see, see it. Grab, and I, I was actually waiting to see that glass crack. Yeah, yeah, snap. I was too. Uh, and you're just going, oh my God, he's just this close. Yeah, just, and, and as Detroit comes down now, I can't even, I don't have any safe harbor there. I can't go home nope. because there, and the feds are here, and boom, the sheriff, I got nothing. I have nowhere to go. And where is he? The only place he can go is Noble's Holler, which I find hysterical because yeah. the irony of him having to go there for safe harbor, you know, it's, I mean, that just cracked me up. And uh, Limehouse was not happy to see no, him unless we, he settles his yeah, tab. Yeah, he's still, you know, not good to put a, a man in further debt until he's played the one, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, we and he brought up, like, the, you know, the whole thing about being in Slaughterhouse and the smell of blood and the knife and all, the cleaver, whatever it was. Uh, and you saw the hand twitch. Mm-hmm. You saw the hand twitch reminding us again. So... He, you know, um, Quarles rarely answers direct questions. No. He will always deflect. Yeah. If it's anything that he needs to keep, yeah. you know, close. Yeah. So uh, that was a great opportunity at Limehouse where yeah. he did answer, he did ask a, a specific question and he did, you know, it's great how you yeah. have your meetings here. Yeah. And I love the, I love that cleaver going into the wall. Oh, my, I'm not my, holding my, it now. But, okay, yeah. But the, the other thing I liked about that particular scene is what Quarles said, like, when Limehouse figures out everything that's been, been going wrong with him. And Quarles goes, was that a guess? Because it was a good one. Such a- <laughs> they gave him so many of those lines and opportunities. When they look through the peephole, yeah. Yeah. and he's smiling. Yeah. And they, they let him go so over the top yeah. that yeah. you don't Speaking know. Let's if- talk about the scene, because now he's going to the drug dealers, mm. and, and you see these guys and these shit kickers with his katana and everything, and his shirt off and his stupid tats and everything, just being a weirdo. And he's in there, that suit and everything. Hi! I mean, it's like he came right out of, you know, I, Pleasantville. I, I thought, 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 and he's doing a little stutter thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, uh, and I'm watching him going, okay, an affection? Is it, yeah. is it on purpose? Are you trying to disarm these guys? Yeah, is, are you using these tools? And you know, he's just you having know a ball. what's going to end up. Well, yeah. But you, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking in terms of the actor at the moment, I'm going... Oh, yeah. First of all, I don't know who came up with that, if that's the writers who did that or if he went, what if we did that? Because you know, I love to know how they do those because a lot of times I think about them on the day or whatever. But the fact that he went in there and, and then and just went with it like, hi, guys. Hi. hi, hi you, uh, you know, what, what, are we playing bridge? You know, what are we doing here? So, <laughs> knowing he's this close to snapping. Yeah. No, and, and knowing that, you know, he, he, at, at any moment here, I'm going to kill everybody because yeah. I'm going to get this money. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but he's playing it just you know just having a ball. God. I'm just thinking as the actor, I'm going, how much fun would that be? 
Because you get to, you know, you're, you're this psychopathic killer and you can, you're playing it like this. Yeah. How much fun is that? It's got to be as much fun as like uh, when um, Tim Oliphant gets to, you know, smack talk the Detroit guys. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then lay That's a guy amazing. out and any actor would. And I think the danger there is just going over the top with top. it. And he didn't. And no, he didn't. He, this is the one character they where. pulled it back just enough. Yeah. Going over the top is actually right. Right. For this guy. Well, yeah, and, and the closer we get to the end anyway, the, you know, they've already set up that he's going to mm -hmm. be going over. So they've because done a really good job. Because he's not always of, there. No. He goes there and, and then he drops back to normalcy. He's chewing oxy. That's that's even worse. Right. But uh, we have this big to the end of the end of that scene because <laughs> <laughs> you and I both burst out laughing. Okay, so, so i got to tell my story on that. Yeah. So I'm watching it with Sharon, my wife, beautiful woman. Um and, you know, getting her caught up and, like, okay, so, so, and then this, the end of that scene comes in where Quarles just takes a guy out in the most brutal way. Yeah. With um, the, using the katana. Using the katana and he ends up just basically splitting the guy's skull yeah. open and everything. And getting blood sprayed on his face. Says his line. Yeah. He says, what a dick. And I'm floored. I'm laughing. I'm like, oh my God, look where the shirt's. Oh my God. Yeah, your God. wife is horrified and you're laughing. <laughs> I'm like, well. Well, no, no, no. You, you see, yeah. the reason that's funny because she's not like followed no. along. She's like, okay, she's yeah. still disgusted by the <laughs> act of violence, and you're enjoying it and having a good time. It's such a good line. It is a good line. It's you know, it's, and it's shocking. It's not something you expect. He's, and, he's and and again, blood splatter all over him. It's like, what? and played a little under. Yeah, what a dick. And yeah. then just drying his face off. And I'm going, what? Now he's afraid of blood? I mean, they had to paint a whole room because yeah. it was bloody. But no, not in this environment, he didn't want anything because he, he had a suit on and the whole thing. It, it, and you know how he likes it done. He likes it when he's naked. Yeah, yeah. But it was great to see uh, his gun come out. Yeah. Great to have that beat back in there where, yeah. you, hey, that thing is working yeah. and he knows how to use it because obviously, mm -hmm. you know, Raylan's going to meet with that. that thing, man. He is good with it. Uh, so that was an awesome. That's just such an awesome scene. What a dick! What a dick! Yeah, it's just like not an Elmore Leonard line. Or at least it didn't seem like it, but it was perfect for the character. Yeah, wouldn't you dick. love to be in the room where they're going? Okay, what does he say? What does he say? Because normally you would, he would just you you the gun would go, he killed, and then you would end the scene. Yeah, you wouldn't. There wouldn't have been a line. <laughs> I just loved it. What a dick! It's perfect. It is. And and oh man. Just good stuff. All right, well, uh, we we got to talk about Boyd now. Because Boyd, I thought, did the best uh, chess play today. He yeah. Was, he was the guy that was figuring, you know, because in the beginning, we, you know, they thought this and that, and, you know, and they find out the drug dealer's dead, blah, 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 blah. And he knows exactly where to go to. And then, you know, he goes to Napier and, you know, basically pulls a Chinatown with the whole uh, knife in the nostril thing. Yeah. I thought we were going to be an homage. I yeah, definitely. The next time we see Napier, he's going to have exactly. a big old I thought thing. it was going to be something like that, but he didn't have to, but he just threatened I guess it. Napier saw the movie. Yeah. Well, it's an expensive, uh, you know. It is. It's an expensive it's, it's an stunt. Expensive stunt <laughs> a lot of off. makeup, a lot of blood involved. Well, it's not on time for that. This was kind of a thing where, um, for as much setting up as that was going along, yeah. uh, Boyd was kind of in the background on this episode. He was, he, but... He, it, literally, in the first was, scene, he is yeah. in the background. Everybody yeah. else was in the fort, and, and he's like just moving around. But then you saw him, by the end, by the end of the movie, he's running it. I'm, right. the movie, I'm sorry, end of the show. Yeah. Now he's in the driver's seat. He's got wind here. He's got this here. I got the crawls. I got, mm -hmm. And you saw, that's what I liked about it is that he started way back here. Mm -hmm. Then he started really looking at the chessboard going, okay, where's my play? How do I do mm -hmm. this? How do I line that? And he lines everything up to, boom, I got crawls. I should have killed you outside the uh, police uh, department or at least taken you away and then killed you. I didn't. But now, you, oh, yeah, now I got you. And, and it's to, well, yeah, he thinks he does, and and at this moment he thinks it was to his advantage because Quarles right. is two hundred grand alive. Right. By the way, and everybody, than, I love everybody saying, "Don't say I didn't warn don't you." Don't say I didn't warn you. It's like, oh, geez, what is this guy? That was do? the other theme that kept coming up yeah. in this one. Is everybody saying it's going to be a bloodbath? It's always about Quarles. Yeah, he's going to kill a bunch of people. It's going to be a bloodbath. It, it's going to be. Uh, he's uh, got to have a lot pretty. of bullets for that little gun. If that's what he does when he's in his happy time, you know, with his high guys, you know, mm -hmm. and he takes out those two guys, now he's pissed. What, what's going to happen now? I know, that's another prediction that I want to talk about is regarding uh coral's predicament uh -huh. but uh yeah uh they kind of use boyd way in the back 
Right. And you're right. They, he just he paced just, himself right up to, uh, exactly. to running it. Put him, yeah. And it was kind of similar to how he, he got the sheriff uh, uh, election overturned in a sense. I mean it was that, that thing behind the scenes. It was almost like he was playing it behind the scenes a little bit. Quite a bit on yeah. this one. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and shows you but he didn't something. need to. That was the thing about this. This was about all these odd alliances yeah. and, and he just kind of sat in the yeah. middle. Yeah, See, they even use the terms, you know, because he said you're my partner at least in this. So he's making a partnership with Wynn, Errol and David, uh, Dicky making partnerships. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and he trying Dicky trying to make one with Rodney. I mean, it's just all happening. It's like Duffy trying to make a deal with the Theo Adam Markin. Yeah, who by so, the way did a great job. Yeah, yeah, he's just uh, he's like yeah, you know, he's you're, you're so commenting over. on the intro shot. I'm like, well, like what? Yep, yeah, exactly. Just follow the, the ass right like, on in. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh my god. And, but, then, and then the girl in the background, we we have no idea I don't know if, if she it, was I think it was the same woman because you saw her going oh, yeah. down the steps. I don't know if it was or wasn't, but the point is he was so uh, – Adam played it so – like as his character was so over it. Yeah, I'm sending other guys down there. Okay, fine. You want to, you deliver him. Then you can step up. It, he's more interested in a sandwich than anything else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, seriously, they're not even the, even the woman that's there. And, and the But being the businessman. Yeah. You know, no, because yeah. I don't know you. Exactly. Yeah, it was yeah. good. I, hopefully – he ends up down in. Well, I think that you gotta be, gotta be, you gotta bring him down. You got to. I mean, come on, it's too. It's not. It's not fun enough if he's just up on the by the phone. No, no, you gotta bring him down. Does, got I don't know why yet, but he should come down. All right. Well, well I'm, I'm good. You know, there was one moment that I just thought was thought. interesting. Um, quarrels with Napier, mm-hmm. and I thought it was interesting how they filmed and set that scene up because when he's walking out and Napier says, you want to poke that bear? Oh, yeah. And then he stops and he goes, that bear poked, that bear poked me. Right. That's a great end line. I mean, yeah. that's where you kind of go, okay, move on. Boom, right. But then they change the music and they re- you know, they reset the camera, uh-huh. the, the angle, and they had even more after that. And I, and I, was, I was thinking about it. They're really good at that. At, at taking what you think is the end line, uh-huh. giving it that moment, so you still have that sort of feeling, you know, feeling, uh-huh. and the emphasis on what do the they line. do afterwards? I don't recall. Um, afterwards, kind of, I don't know because I said pacing, uh, pacing on the post of post wow. line. So, um, but they were able to. I, I remember that they did uh, adjust some music uh-huh. and you know change things up. So they reset everything, music angle. Yeah, 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 and they were able to kind of start a whole new scene within the, within the scene. Wow. After and then ended up with another good line on you know when they were leaving, which again I don't remember because we can't write everything down because I'm a dick. What a dick! Okay, so but anyway, okay. The, the one the one line that we did go back for was Art after <laughs> after they shoot the thug yeah. and and Raylan's questioning him and they realize, oh man, ever, and then Raylan says, "You ever think God's laughing at you?" <laughs> You remember? Did you write down art? Oh, God. I thought you were. No, I got it. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, let me see what it is. Oh, yeah. God's loving you. Why? Just because we shot the guy that's looking to kill the guy that you're just dying to be dead. <laughs> you just sit there and laugh on the lines. It's like, wow, that's good. I know it's silly, but I just liked writing it down. Yeah. Because I'm going to use it. No, I'm not really. I'm just kidding. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> but it does go to how good. Yeah, the writing is, and how they're able to to set the lines up with the right characters, right? You know, and and it it also goes to how smart Timothy Oliphant is as a producer on this to say, look, I don't give me all these cool lines. Give it, yeah, give them all. Spread them out so that everybody looks good. Uh Consequently, I look good, right? Which uh, you know, a lot of guys don't understand. That's the Jack Benny philosophy. Sorry to bring it way back into the fifties, but Jack Benny did that all the time. Well, speaking of the fifties, yeah. And or uh, forty nine. I do want to you know do a little shout out since it is bluegrass and okay, Kentucky sort of thing. That uh, Earl Scruggs, yeah, um, from Foggy Mountain Breakdown, which was used in Bonnie and Clyde and Beverly Hillbillies, and he played the banjo in it. Uh, he did die this week. He was okay. eighty eight. Uh, but if you want to hear some awesome bluegrass, just go ahead and bring that up from um, that era. He wrote it in forty nine. Okay. And they've used a lot. So, unfortunately, he has passed, but his music shall live forever. All right. 
Well, you, you know what? Before we go to our break, let me real quick because we didn't even talk about her. The the woman, the the drug dealers, the, the woman they brought in again. The, the great. They always bring in these characters. Oh, probably Ellen them for one scene. No, no, no. The woman who uh, was talking about the dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I you know I swear to God it was like they went. Uh, you know, Neil McDonough's got these really blue eyes. Looks like a husky. Yeah. And they went, oh, we have to bring him up. You know what? She loves dogs. They just, like, they geared everything for this character to, just so they get the reference about his blue eyes like a husky. How do we find, how does Boyd find out who does this yeah, without yeah, going to the police? Well, there's a lady. Yeah. And, and she's yeah. a neighbor. She doesn't like him. Why? Because they killed, they killed my dog. Uh, and then, but he got back at him because he, he sent a husky. Mm-hmm. You're, wait, yeah. now you're a husky. And I, and I thought they did just enough of the who's on second sort of thing about not <laughs> yeah, understanding. Exactly. Just enough where you're not going, oh, for God's sakes, just get to yeah, the point. Yeah. You know, everybody had their, you know, their they, lines and their yeah. moments. But they did the same the same kind of thing with Dickie and Rodney. Because Dickie was going around spinning the yarn and finally Rodney oh, yeah, was getting yeah. pissed. Right. But there was a difference between get how Rodney did who. it, how Rodney did it, and how Boyd did it. Boyd was much more patient. And, yes. You know, it's like, yeah, here are, ma- ma- ma'am. Now, how did you find that out, ma'am? Because Boyd was looking for an angle. Boyd was seeing how yeah. can how and is Rodney, this going to help me? Rodney didn't have the patience. Just get to, get to the why. <laughs> Come on, give him a break. He's dealing with Dickie. That's true. <laughs> who does? All right. Speaking about uh, give him a break, uh, Phil, that's going to take us to our break. So if you would kindly please take us to commercial. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? And we're back. All right, so here's the news. AfterBuzz TV News. All right, Phil, you're going to have to help me out with it because I don't know all the particulars. But next week, very special podcast, we will have a very special guest, Ooh. Erica Tazel, who plays Rachel, will be joining us. Will be she, is she joining us live or will she be uh, uh, she on set? I can't remember. No, no, no. She's going to be in studio here. In she's studio gonna, here. She's going to be watching right next to John and nice. Tammy. What's up? Awesome. Uh, and, then, and then after watching, she'll probably go home. Because she'll be like, I don't want to do this. Because <laughs> these, these guys know way me. more about this show than well, I do. Well, this would be great because, first of all, she's a great character. She's a wonderful actress. I mean, I love seeing her on screen. I can't wait to hear uh, you know, the, the things that they go through on set, how she prepares, how she got the gig, the whole thing. This will be really good. And she's really great. I mean, yeah. uh, you've had, both of you have had a chance to meet her. Yes. And uh, yeah. for those of you who want extra content with Erica, go to uh, check out our Bridesmaid after show um, on AfterBuzzTV.com. It, yeah. It's our movie edition mm-hmm. version, and she sat in and yeah, talked about Bridesmaids. Yeah, she joined us at the Oscar gift yeah. suite yeah, after yeah, 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 yeah. She's, she's wonderful. She's wonderful. Extremely um, charming. I will hopefully call in. My yeah. schedule puts me somewhere else. Where are you going to be? I'm going to be in Vegas. Yeah. Um, He's headlining. Yeah, I'm going to be doing my stand-up routine. It's basically set up of all the jokes I forget halfway through. Yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. So... So everybody, uh, tune in next week for Erica. But also, you know, chat room it. Yeah. Chat room it. If you got something it, you want to ask, she's exactly. going to be here. And she's going to be here. Somebody will be watching the chat room. So write, you know, write to us. Let us know what you want us to ask uh, or what do you want to know about so we can ask her and uh, we'll get those questions to her and, and uh, we'll provide them for you. So, uh, all right, we got to go to I'm jealous I won't be here, but you guys are going to do an awesome thing. With that. And now, you're After Buzz TV. Predictions. All right, what do you got? 
Well, my predictions kind of revolve around all the alliances. Yeah. Uh, and my first prediction is, is almost kind of like a question, but uh, the Dickie and Errol alliance. Right. And my prediction is Errol's playing them. You think so? I think at the end of the day, I think uh-huh. Errol's going to turn because if it's between Dickie and Limehouse. Yeah. If you're Errol. Yeah. Where are you going to place your bet? So yeah. I think I think he's positioning Dickie because Limehouse wants him. So I think. So Errol's you think Limehouse to... and Errol, or Limehouse concocted this thing, told Errol, "Okay, here's what you're going to do." With I Dickie. think so. I think I think there's something going on where where and and you know maybe so maybe a, Dickie's kind of figuring that turn. out. It's a great turn because you know the reason why I think it's a great turn is they really painted Errol as somebody who's a little disgruntled, doesn't mm-hmm. like the fact that he's not able to step up. Limehouse is running the show and he keeps slapping Errol down. Right. So yeah, and and it's a great connection to uh, Dickie because Dickie had the same thing going on with Mags. Oh yeah, absolutely. But so, like I said, at the end of the day, yeah. are you going to go no, up against it's, Limehouse? It's a, it would be a great play by Limehouse. It would be nice. To now, remember. my other prediction, I don't have an answer for. I'm just really curious. How does Corals get out of chain to a bed? Well, my question know, really man. is: prediction is who comes in to save him? No, he's not going to get saved. He's going to somehow get out. He's going to somehow get yeah. out. But yeah, you know, which is why it's which why I, and they're going to pay just, off. Don't say I didn't warn you. Don't say I didn't warn you. But I'm just like, oh my god. Okay, yeah. so I, I I gotta find out. I gotta find out. I gotta find yeah, out. Yeah, I have no idea what that prediction. I still think uh, that obviously that uh, Limehouse has got to gut somebody or somehow use the knife. We've mm-hmm. got to pay that off. Mm-hmm. I still I'm still holding out that it's Dicky. Although the way they're painting it now, it looks like Dicky's actually going to survive. You know, but who knows? But I'm still going to hold to that uh, prediction. You know, they already uh, they've mentioned a couple of times about you know being fed to the hogs. Yeah, because that was what uh, Ellen May told Dicky. Right. That you know, that's where he's going to end up if he goes up against Limehouse. So. Wow. Okay. So we will see. Limehouse wants Dicky bad. Well, everybody wants Dicky bad. So. Yeah, I'm not, I'm I'm not really want to touch that line. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's in my show. Yeah, right. Come see me. I'm not in any casino. I'm kind of just wandering the street. <laughs> just on the street. But it's it's really funny if you know the whole <laughs> hey, joke. Hey, wait, wait, wait! No, no, I got another one. Come wait, here. Wait, come wait, here. wait, wait, wait. Uh, okay, you okay. So the bar. This, no. Come back to me. All right. So, Phil, say goodbye. Goodbye. Tell, tell everybody where they can see if they want. Right here at AfterBuzz. Right here. Go to, go to AfterBuzzTV.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things AfterBuzz That's TV, right. where you want, whether uh, you know it's a portal to Facebook yeah. or Twitter. Cool. Um, all and these once shows again, portal. thank you for listening. Do us a favor, if you would, uh, uh, please. All we ask is that you, you know, give us a comment, let us know, uh, and then write in. You know, let us know what you want to hear, what you want to see, that kind of thing. And uh, uh, could I tell uh, everyone a secret? Yeah, please. absolutely. All right. So th- this is the the first part isn't the secret. Maria Menounos, uh, team enough, team enough. She is uh, she is on ABC's Dancing with the Stars, and uh, you guys should vote for. Her. Here's why: because the longer she stays on the show. The more we can kind of, um, behind her back, spend more money on AfterBuzz <laughs> and get more cool things. Yeah. So, so True story. Se- yeah, True yeah, story. Great. Now it's not so secret Yeah, anymore. that's not too much of a secret Great. Now. You know that's going to get back to her. Uh, but nope. that, it is kind of true. <laughs> yeah, I've got, you know, a kid going into college, so i got yeah. all kinds of stuff we can spend money on. All right. Hey, you can find me on Twitter or Vegas next week. Just there you go. If you happen to be there, I don't know what my Twitter handle and you is. You can't find me anywhere. I'm off the grid. But anyway, we want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, next week we'll have Erica Tizel in the uh, in the studio with us. Please join us for that. And the smart half over uh, here, and the Tammy, smart, will be Tammy will be back. So on behalf of Phil Speedtech, Steve Bottomley, I'm your host John Comerford, saying goodbye. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.